Aloha. Welcome to the Ronahana Podcast with your host, Brittany. Suck it up, Buttercup. Kenny. It puts the lotion in the basket. Donna. You want to run with me? You're taking pictures. And Ryan. Are we really doing this again? Now, let's get ready for some fun times and furlicks. This is the Ronahana Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Ronohana Podcast. Hello. Hey guys. I love our music. It's nice to be back. Chippery music. Yeah, start our Saturday. Saturday. We are recording this on Saturday morning and publishing it whenever it's done. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that the only downfall, because I do like recording it Saturday morning, but the only downfall is it's a little too early for me to drink. So... There's you know mimosas, there's Hopefully Bloody Marys. You got to want it, That's Brittany. true. That's true. <laughs> it's Hopefully I'm still, you know, entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new? It's been a week. It is. Boring. It has been a week. I had an interesting week. I, had a, I got to travel for the first time since March for work um, and went to like our worst region, but it also happened to be ground zero up in Jersey. Um, so I was a little nervous, but I did my mask and I got to see our friend Aaron from the will run Four podcast. So that was fun. So it was a good week. How was the flight? Um, the flight's okay. So I, you know, when I went to Colorado, I, I did just fine. And, um, I think you, I think the key is just finding that mask that you're really comfortable with. And Southwest is a great one. I found like if I sit on that seat that has all the leg room, you know, where you, the the exit aisle um i can just sit there relax with my mask and face the window and be good to go so they're still not serving alcohol i got all these drink coupons just before the pandemic and haven't been able to use them yet but how do you get how do you qualify for those drink coupons because i've never gotten one john i've got a drink on the plane first (laughs) i do drink on the plane i never get them them to me me neither it's when you get to be like a list you start getting them Mm. so you gotta fly a lot i fly more than john does he shouldn't have gotten one before me <laughs> <laughs> did you feel good in the airports though and like because yeah, i think yeah. the 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 act of flying like when i'm in my seat i just go to sleep I, i'm used to my mask by now that's no problem it's the issue of like security lines and people getting too close or when you get up to to disembark the plane when everybody stands up at the same time and you're all smushed oh, now because that I noticed. Yeah, that's a little not, unnerving. Yeah, they're still just trying to get right on off and yeah. instead of, you know, being patient and whatnot. Um, you know, Atlanta airport is great because uh, the security lines haven't been that bad. Um, and then there's a guy there with, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, sanitizer to, and he like hands it to you as you're going through security um, after you've gotten your bags and everything back on. Um, so I don't know. I've, I've not felt bad in the airports, but I will say I agree that everybody's still trying to just get off the plane. So you still have the yeah. jerks in the very back of the plane that as soon as the thing lands, they're already yeah. unbuckled yeah. and <laughs> yanking <laughs> their baggage out of the top. Yeah. Uh, never understood We're that. just We're just totally conditioned, you know? That's just what we do as people. Yeah. So. Well, I will say that I've only done Southwest so far, and then this week, tomorrow I fly Delta, and then um, Wednesday, I fly back on United. So I don't know how that's going to be. So that'll be interesting. Well, stay safe. Yep. I've had multiple technology issues this week. 
<laughs> Ryan has probably heard most of my woes because I always go to him when I have a problem. But I dropped my phone the morning of my birthday. I was running in a oh, race no. and into the bathroom and my phone fell out of my pocket and actually cracked the screen. So, okay, I thought no big deal, but it got worse and worse as the week went on. So I had this funny story of a of a mailing that I was supposed to get from a friend of mine. He had sent me a bunch of Disney stuff, he says. When I opened the package, it was somebody else's iPhone. There was a whole big, like, weird mail thing that happened. Anyway, the bottom line is we found the owner of this iPhone, who happens to be the owner of a phone fix-it shop. So I took my phone to him to get my screen fixed, thinking he'd give me a little bit of a discount, which he did, and it was very nice. And he also put a one of those... Um, uh, tempered glass things on the top. Mm-hmm. Do you know, not five minutes after I got home, I dropped the damn thing again. And now the glass is, is, is split. So <laughs> not only that, but I found out that when I tried to make a phone call or John tried to call me a couple of times um, that day and my phone will not work unless I'm on speakerphone or using headphones. So like i the, something was wrong with the microphone. So I called him back and I said, this is the problem. So I brought it up there yesterday and he said, yeah, the problem is that when you dropped your phone, you almost, you can tell me, Ryan, if this sounds right, I don't know. You basically almost disconnected the microphone or the speaker when you bumped it or whatever. It. And yeah. so when he took my original um, display. Yeah, display case off, it totally dislodged it. So now he says he will fix it for me, but I got to take it back on Monday because he didn't have the piece. Is that worth it for me to do? Or should I just say, I'm happy with my headphones <laughs> or on speaker? You know, you want to get the phone fixed. I know, but is oh he fixing God. the glass too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that he just gave that. me as like that. He just gave me as a gift. I could just take that off and be fine. Oh, okay. But, um, I just feel like such an idiot and it's such a hassle. <laughs> I can't even tell you. And then my Wi-Fi wouldn't work in my house. Ha- I mean, like all of these things, when technology doesn't work for me, it ages me about 20 years. It just makes me feel like my dad or like someone who just has no clue as to what's going on. And I hate it. It's you just- will be the oldest person alive by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that vote of confidence. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely want to get the phone fixed because when you don't have your hand your headphones handy, yeah. it's going to be super annoying to put somebody on speakerphone, especially yeah. if they're talking about like poop and farts or something. <laughs> I never. So what he's saying is, just don't call me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my goodness! Well, so, sorry about your technology woes. I guess it's better that you didn't drop the phone in the toilet because that would have been. A total catastrophe. Yes. There was also the seven horrifying minutes of a blood test result that I got this week that I was <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> I, really I was, was, I was reading it wrong. I was confused. I was reading it wrong. I didn't go all the way over. I had a heart attack. I had a major heart attack. <laughs> it was just terrifying. It's just not been a great week. I've, I've actually cried a couple of times. <laughs> oh. So. Get you an Otterbox. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do that. 
They make them a lot slimmer, slimmer profiles yeah. nowadays. Yeah, so it, it is, yeah. it is better. Cause I remember when the first couple of models was like, man, sounds like a great idea, great concept, but that thing's like military grade tank that you got to put in your pocket. You know, that's exactly what I was need. thinking. If so. I can slide it into my pocket, I'll get it. But if I can't, no go. Yeah. Well, they have Disney otter boxes. Now I that know that's slim. what I'm thinking. I don't know if I trust it as much, but oh, I mean, it's, it's still better than box. nothing. It should be the same yeah. thing. Is that what yours is, Ryan? Tiki bird. Yep. Oh, that's uh-huh. really cute. That's an otter box. It's an otter box. It's not a, oh. um, it doesn't have the screen protector on it, but it is. Yeah. Okay. But it'll be, okay. That's good. Clearly I'm rough on my phone. <sighs> How's your week, Ryan? Ryan? I ended up taking two days off this week. I thought I was going to have like a, yeah, you know, I I had taken off the days a while back and had the idea that, oh, you know what? Halloween, it falls on a Saturday this year. How super convenient. I'm going to take off Thursday and Friday and just knock some things off my to-do list and, uh, you know, plan something big for Halloween. Well, the planning something big for Halloween was really never developed. And I thought I was going to use the days to knock a few things off my to-do list especially as it got close to that time off because for the last month or so, I've had a terrible time with focus and getting things done. And even though I have an outline of stuff to get done and a list, I oftentimes don't even know where to begin. And it's just an overwhelming sense. And then I start stressing over not getting anything done. And so it kind of compiles and becomes this big clustering mess. So that's kind of where it was. So Thursday, I was able to check off some very, very, very simple things off my list. And to most people, they'd be like, well, holy shit, I do that every day. But, you know, <laughs> for me, it was just kind of like it was just a little bit of a getting, you know, feeling something accomplished for that day. So um, I mean, things have been good. We've like always been busy at work and that is, hasn't changed any. And at home, things are getting a little bit more crazy. Um our community is starting to get a little bit more infections on the rise as far as coronavirus. And uh, it's starting to hit some people that are in our, I guess, extended circle or, you know, Taylor's Mm. school friends and things like that. So it's becoming a little bit alarming. And uh, yesterday we started myself and two of the boys started getting a little bit of congestion. And this morning we woke up and we all pretty much have congestion my run yesterday, which I didn't think should have really caused much fatigue, feels a little bit more fatiguing this morning. And uh, Gina pulled out of the can of something in our pantry and says, I can't smell it. So that's where we are this morning. <laughs> but it's I, amazing, though. You just you just blow it up in your mind. It probably is oh, nothing, sure. but... I feel, yeah. like it's been, I feel like it's allergies. The weather dipped down here in the 30s very very quickly over the last week and a half and it was like thursday yeah like that's what i noticed was it seemed like thursday just kept getting colder and colder as the day progressed and it was freezing everywhere yeah i mean and last uh well all the way till last wednesday it was like raining here for like a week straight just nothing gloomy skies rain and it was just the most miserable and i was like man this has got to stop soon because like my level of anxiety right now is vulnerable to the point that if this continues much longer seasonal depression is going to start awfully early you know at mm-hmm. this point and so um so yeah i think it really is just allergies with the temperature change it never fails especially being outdoors a lot and it, it never fails to come up about this time of the year but 
it always makes you wonder. So I pulled out yeah, some man. chopped onions out of <laughs> out of our pantry, and I can tell Bro. you right now, I can you smell, smell the chopped onions. So I'm you feeling don't sound pretty good. Congested. Uh, no, I think it's early. Fine. I think it's early. So I don't know. Take a spoonful of those chopped onions and tell me if you can taste them. Oh, <laughs> gross! Oh. I'm pretty confident that I'm going to. So right now, I'm going to pass on that <laughs> on that challenge. <laughs> But that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. You know, mentally, it's been a bit of a struggle. Um, physically, still running and work is still busy. It's just really a lot of the same crap new day kind of a thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, don't die. Oh, my gosh, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm terrible. <laughs> oh. All right. We going to hear from you, Kenny? Uh, yeah, I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> Break, breaking news broadcasting live from work <laughs> Kenny well how's your week been how do you like work oh it's great it's good to be back you know doing something instead of sitting at home doing nothing so good being a productive member of society is always a plus praise sweet baby Jesus <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's good to be back I, I enjoy the people I'm working with and what I'm doing so so win-win all the way around. Awesome. Just trying to figure out how to juggle the schedule again. That's what I was just going to ask you about because you're – it's like weird, right? Days on, days yeah. off and – It's not your typical work schedule, so it's not like a Monday through Friday type job. It's – the best way to explain it is three days on, two days off, two days on, three days off. And oh, it, man. So like every other weekend, you get a full weekend. Okay. So I got to work this weekend, so next weekend I'll have off. That's not bad. And at least you know, right? Yeah, I know. Stays you can plan, you can plan the whole good. year because it never changes. That's great. But the days you work are 12-hour days, so it makes for long, long days. But, I mean, it all averages out at the end. Right. But it's good. No, it's good to be back. And then um, as far as uh, the exercise community, I think the most thing I've done recently was we we hiked. Brittany? Oh, yeah, last weekend we went for a hike again. Um, we... So it was, um, Oktoberfest was last weekend and this weekend, I think would be the last one. And since he had to work, we decided to find a, a hiking trail in Helen, Georgia, which is just this big German town. And there was beautiful waterfalls. Again, you hike right along a Creek, um, up to the waterfalls. And then we get to the, what we thought was the top and I was enjoying it. And Kenny's like, I'm going to climb this like rock mountain. Like you go right ahead. Cause I didn't <laughs> think it was really part of the trail. And apparently it was, and he found this, um, you could see the waterfall going in between two, it looked like a cave, like in, you know, in a cave. Um, so he came down and told me, I was like, man, gosh, darn it. All right, let's go. And I went <laughs> up to see it. So it was cool. And then nice. we went, of course, for German afterwards. Did you get to see the backside of water? <laughs> well, no, we didn't go to the back of it. Cause I wasn't trying to, to kill myself. <laughs> so we just, we saw it, you know, from from maybe 20 feet away, and that was good enough. The front but, side of water. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the side side of water, technically. And you have to look at the picture. Um, but the best was after the German, you know, there, these two guys came in to play good old German songs. And one had a, an accordion, the other one had, what was it, a tuba or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the last song was, Kenny, go ahead, I... I just know tiki taki tiki taki oi oi oi. Of course, yeah. we're we're screaming the oi oi oi, and they were so impressed. They were like, "You guys have done this before." <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Good. 
nice when you can have that kind of fun these days. Seems yeah. that much better, right? Yeah. Hmm. Nice little date day for us too, just before I left him for a week. So well, that's me. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I've got a few news items here that touch base on. 2021 Boston Marathon has announced that it will be postponed until the fall of 2021. <sighs> they have not opened up any of the registration. They actually canceled the or postponed the registration that was supposed to be back in September, delayed it until further notice, and just recently came out with the announcement that they will be moving the race to the fall. No date has been given at this time. Deja vu. Can't believe it. So I have a question. Even without, you know, the reason why they're moving it, because we don't think we're going to have big races before April or whatever. I mean, is anyone able to qualify? Yeah. Because, like, the Richmond race, they're still, the Richmond Marathon said that they couldn't work it out, so they will not be a Boston qualifier this year because of the changes they had to make. So, I mean, what are the opportunities for people to even qualify this year? Yeah, there you are. weren't already in for 2020, you know. Yeah, there there are some races that have been going off that are in a much smaller capacity and they're scattered, a lot of them in smaller cities, not big cities, but um yeah, there are races are out there that are that are qualifications. In addition to that, the BAA had opened up qualifications window to move it back so usually your window expires right and then you can't register for the next one well now they've added on they've kind of annexed on some additional years that have already essentially expired for their uh, qualification window to bring in so i don't know if they were afraid that they weren't going to have enough registrants or what but at this point uh, i think there's probably going to be plenty of people eligible to register for the fall 2021 race should it open up probably way too many yeah, I'm kind of curious why they're they are kind of reopening it. If all the 2020 people, if they assume that those people are going to come and run it because they haven't, why? I don't know. Or do they just not want to close it? I mean, what's the? I don't know. I don't. I honestly, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, it should be interesting. I, I really thought fall races would probably be where things would take off uh, with marathons and run Disney races. The later we get in with this stuff, I'm not real sure anymore. Not real sure. Uh, 2021 is actually looking very much like an encore at this point. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But they're saying, like, I I saw a lot of news articles pop up on my uh, Google News feed that says that virtual running events are the thing of the running future. But it says also that races don't have to lose their identity. So I guess, you know, big, big name people like the Chicago, Boston, you know, Boston and I don't know, run Disney or whatever all the big name ones are. They don't have to lose who they are. Uh, it's just a fit. Uh, I guess we're trying to figure out the logistics of how to do it effectively. Yeah, I, I think that is it. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure if virtual races are to be a continued thing. There's going to be a lot of pressure, probably more so than just putting on an in-person race for race directors and these companies to develop exciting or mm-hmm. inspiring virtual races. Um, right. Ways to make it different from other ones. And yeah. I, right, I, I, set them apart. Yeah. I think people who even don't mind virtual races are at this point are reaching a threshold of too many virtual races. And for people who really don't care for virtual races, that's even, you know, 
going to be harder for race directors to entice them to sign up and participate. But uh, seeing some of these remote relay races of sorts where you get together with teammates and you're competing and I've done it on the pro circuit and there's a relay component to it. You're not running together, but essentially you're running at the same time in a relay element. And I, I think those are kind of interesting. I just got an email today from um, the Yeti trail runners. I had done one of their virtuals. That's one when I did the 24 hour thing and I ran five miles every four hours. And he's doing a 12 days of Christmas virtual race where they email you the night before what you're going to have to run the next day. I thought that was really kind of oh, cool. That I- that I could get behind. Yeah. So I think That's I'm going to, I think I'm going to sign up for that just because it's something different and you won't know, and it'll just be, you know, got to go out and do it. That might be fun. Yeah. Put the link to that in the show notes, whatever okay. it is. All right. I'll have to send it to him. At what point do, do, do races or race directors at this point that are putting on these virtual events, at what point do they change the name from virtual race to like virtual challenge? Because I mean, that, that, is there a race component to that? That just seems like a, um, a a way to kind of spice up some of your training or, you know, spice up your running, right? You're right. I actually think they do call it a challenge. And I think maybe they're, maybe that's what I just, yeah. Virtual, virtual ra- run. Yeah. yeah. Virtual run. Yeah. yeah it's usually called run. a run, not a race. Right. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. No, I'm, now I'm going to have to like pay more attention to that. A race. They're calling it, they're calling a it virtual events. Mm. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Technicality, I guess. What you were talking about, Ryan, with the um, the different like uh, relay type stuff. Pretty, did you do one in Williamsburg? The yeah. Well, so Ragnar races are like that. Mm-hmm. It's not, relay is like if you take a marathon, you split between four people and you pass the baton. Um, but yeah, I was thinking more like the Ragnar, and then the the capital run that I did in uh, from Williams. Well, it was from like somewhere past Richmond to Williamsburg, Virginia, um, and that's where you kind of do a twenty four hour team you know, everyone runs different legs of the, the course. So they're a ton of fun, a ton of fun. And maybe that is a way, you know, there's not a lot of people running um, the course at the same time in those types of situations. So that could be a good one to, to try to still do. We shall see. I'm, I have a very low tolerance right now for virtual <laughs> events. Very right now. Tolerance. Don't well, you mean forever? Ever. <laughs> but it's it's gotten a lot it's gotten a lot lower. It's gotten a lot lower. Um and I don't I don't know. I'm not gonna be a scrooge on it because I understand why they're there and I understand that in person racing, while it is starting to happen a little bit more, it's still a big challenge and the experiences aren't what we're used to in a race experience. And so to some that even may be unsatisfactory. Uh so I don't know. To each their own. Yeah. Well, if you ever get depressed enough, you can always run like the man running in Avon, Detroit. He's running in a banana costume. (laughs) (laughs) He's bringing bringing smiles for the miles. Everybody's coming out to say hi. Oh. (laughs) That's awesome. Smiles. I think people are doing that a lot. I do. And more news. We've got McKenna. Myler, I think her name, hopefully I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. If so, it's a very appropriately na- last name. Uh, nine months pregnant, ran a 525 mile, nine months pregnant. Cannot 
imagine. Do you I know can't. that she is like, she wants that baby out more than anyone has ever wanted that baby out <laughs> in her entire life. That's the I, only reason she, she could go that hard. Like I oh can't imagine gosh. nine months being that fat. You know, I, there's no way. I think I saw a picture of her and she wasn't, she's not a big woman, right? I mean, she had a big stomach, obviously. But that's what but I mean. Like you're, you're, there's no way. I mean, that nine months, your belly's big, no matter who you are. I can't imagine how uncomfortable that must feel, though. The jarring and the, I mean, well, she did, had to been, she I feel like she had to have been holding it the whole time. And then how do you get that kind of speed? Well, let's be, let's be fair and add a little bit of information to the, to the headline because she was racing competitively prior to this. And, okay, and, and so she's <laughs> yeah. still, she's still very fast. And, and when you, when you are pregnant, I, I guess, and I would not know from personal experience. But, <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting to hear this, right? <laughs> but, but it has been said that if you've been doing it before your pregnancy, it's okay to continue it, it through correct, your pregnancy, but, sometimes in moderation, depending on how yeah. your body is adapting to it. And she kept running and training through her pregnancy. So she really, because she was being consistent with the running, she wasn't going to be losing a whole lot of speed there. Could she run a faster mile without being pregnant? I'm sure this would be evidence to, to say that, but she was very competitive prior to her pregnancy and was able to continue running during her pregnancy. Her doctor gave her the thumbs up on it. Two months into the pregnancy, her and her husband placed a bet. He didn't think that she could run an eight minute mile and she believed she could run a seven minute mile so he gave her an extra minute to get it underneath eight minutes. So and she did five? A hundred dollar bet oh with her husband, goodness. and she smashed an eight minute <gasps> mile by running five twenty-five. Holy cow. Now when did she go into labor? <laughs> I do oh. not know. I do not she may <laughs> still be pregnant for all we know. <laughs> Uh, I, I just can't imagine. This story I, did like, come out on the 20th of October. So here we are on the 31st. And, wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Bless her heart. That's incredible. For her sake, I hope, for her sake, I hope she had a baby by now. Yeah. Good Lord. I mean, I know there'd be no harm in doing it, right? But like, to it's just the point, comfort, that belly really. is uncomfortable yeah. at that point. Yeah. And either she is holding it or she had some kind of belt or something to help just kind of keep it in place. Cause that would just be so right. uncomfortable. I'm just feeling, I'm just like thinking of your stomach muscles or whatever tendons are there that are just being like yeah, ripped, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, she said God. the first, the first two laps, they felt moderately comfortable, you know, as, as like a training run, but she said the third and fourth lap, she started to feel the penguin waddles. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so, Oh, God uh, bless it. Incredible. Well done, McKenna. Well done. We are not worthy. For sure. And the last piece of news that I have is a man to crawl the New York City Marathon on all fours to what? honor his dad who died of suicide. Oh, my This goodness. is an incredible, incredible story. I'm going to butcher his last name. But Devin... Levis will be running the New York City Marathon this weekend in a unique way. 28-year-old wellness and fitness expert from New Jersey will run the entire length of the 26.2 mile on all fours. Starting on Friday, ending on Saturday, the feat is meant to raise awareness and honor his late father who died of suicide. 
when he was a teenager. Uh, I think it's the uh, he's hoping to raise $200,000, I think, for uh, a charity called Fit Ops Program and uh, in his efforts. So incredible. Wow. I, I, wow. I, I try a bear crawl just down That's my what living I was room. Thinking. And as you're doing it in your living room for just a little bit of exercise and you're going down and back across living room floor. And I'm just like, oh, man, there's, there's no way I could go much more. <laughs> and is he going to do it on the streets? Well, that's what I'm. He's got to wear gloves and stuff. Gloves and knee pads. Like, is he literally crawling or is he bear crawling? He's not going to be on his knees. I think he's going to be on hands and feet. You know, as as far as that kind of. But yeah, and to top it off, he has never completed a marathon before. Oh my gosh, he's not going to be able to stand up. Could you imagine your bag? Wow, I hope so. Wow, all the best. To By defeat, yeah. Devin, Good that luck, is luck. an incredible, incredible feat and a unique way to honor your late father and uh, hopefully he gets his funds raised. Wow. Talk about going up steps after a marathon. <laughs> Most runners. I don't know if I'd be able to move off a floor if I bear crawled up. My gosh. I think I just have to lay on my back for a while. <laughs> That's the news. Ohana. All right. So Donna's got a little run Ohana. Shall we call it a game? It's, Is uh, it a game? No, it's not going to be a game. It's, I think they're really fun. just some talking points. I mean, uh, so I got, I, I just got these ideas. I have to give a little shout out to my Sparkle Athletic group. We had a, a happy hour last week and one of the girls, Kelly Hitchcock, had put together a a couple of quizzes for us. We all downloaded that app Kahoot. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it was kind of fun and they have ready-made quizzes in there or they have ones that you can upload your own questions and then everybody does it. So she made one about things um, kind of revolving around the the marathon. And I thought that it would be kind of a good jumping off thing for us to, I just wanted to know what you guys thought about some of these things. And some of it, you know, it's going to be, yeah, I know that. But then it led me into like diving a little deeper into just stupid running facts that I found. And some of those were kind of fun, too. <laughs> so um, obviously, probably most I mean, like I knew this, but I didn't. The word marathon and why we have this race and this distance. Do you guys know where it comes from? It comes from Rome, right? From the Greece. No. Um, Greece. Yes. Greece. Yeah, yeah. It's Greece. And it was this one messenger of a battle, the Battle of Marathon. And he ran from that point to Athens to tell them that they had won the battle. But then he died when he got there. Yeah. So it was at 26.2 miles, which how many people drive you crazy when that's the distance of a marathon, right? But when they they are not runners or they're just like, oh, are you gonna are you gonna run that marathon? And it's like a 5K. Do right. people just drive you insane when they do that? That drives me uh, crazy. Like, <laughs> you feel like you just have to correct things. them every time. Yeah. 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 There's a uh the the dumb runner on Twitter. You guys follow him? Uh-uh. He's got a shirt that says 5K marathon champion. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the best running shirts I've ever seen. That is a great, that's a great thing. Cause it's just one of those things that 
if you don't know, you don't know. But if you do, it'll just drive you insane when yeah. people just are like, oh, yeah, you're going to run a marathon this week. No, no. I'm, like, if I choose to do that, it's going to take a lot of my time and effort and energy. You don't just run a marathon. Jeez. Well, what's funny is we have Kenny and I have a friend, um, Sean, who is not a runner. I don't even know that he exercises much, but he's he's fantastic. We love him. And he posted something. Um, said something about that he was going to complete a 50k. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like you're running a 50k? He says, no, no, no. I have to write 50,000 words. So he's he's um, writing a book. <laughs> I just, but I just thought that was so funny because it was worded just like we would word that we're going to run a 50k. He was completing a 50k challenge. Or something. that is funny. Yeah. Donna, to touch on your fun fact, and if if this is wrong, I'm going to edit it out, but the 26.2 distance, so the marathon guy for the Battle of Marathon thing, it was like just short of 26.2 distance. The Mm 26.2 distance came, I think, when there was a marathon held in London, maybe, and they wanted to run past, I believe, queen are the okay and they were just short a distance so they tacked it on to 26.2 really i'm trying yeah, to look that up that i'm trying to okay. look up this i don't know that wasn't quite 26.2 so yeah uh-huh. you're right huh. yeah and the uh for the 1908 london olympics the course was laid out from windsor castle to the white city stadium which mapped out approximately 26 miles However, to locate the finish line in front of the royal family's viewing box, an extra 385 yards was added inside the stadium. And that's where the 26.2 miles came. Okay. What age do you think the youngest person to have completed a marathon was? The youngest person to complete a marathon? Youngest. The youngest person to complete. Eight. Eight years old. Ten. Three. What? Three years old. And by the time he was four, and by the time he was four, he had done 48 of them. What? Can you believe that? You know what I keep thinking of, Ryan, is I'm like, isn't Boston turning three, like, in a couple of weeks or something? Yes. I'm like, look at his little feet. You think you could have been like, hey, come run this Boston virtual with me. (laughs) How long? How long? I mean, was it measured? How, How long ago was this? It's, it's. I want to do actually a little bit more research on that because apparently there's a movie um, marathon boy that's about this kid's life. And I don't think it was all good things. So it's, he was, he was in, he's Indian. And um, I read a little blurb and it was like, somebody just told him to start running and he did. And when, and they then kind of forgot that they told him to stop running and so <laughs> they did, they realized he had run this distance, but then also found out that he had an ability to run. So it's, but, but yeah, wow. you'll have to look at the movie marathon boy and maybe we can all find it and watch it. I don't know, but it, that blew my mind that he was three years old and he had completed 48 marathons by the time he was four. I mean, I've seen young kids run. That's why I went with eight because I, I don't think I've met an eight-year-old, but I've met like a 10-year-old and I've met like, you know, 14 running all sorts of marathons. So I went lower. Yeah. I, I can't imagine three. That's crazy. Yeah, well, no. So many of these races, they put an age limit on it as far as how young right. you can actually be to complete the distance. Right. But, but whoa. Yeah. How many did you say before so, we turned four? 48? 48. That's 48 that's marathons in what, about a year? That's more than one a week. 
in a year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> although that was by the time he was, by the time he was four, or I think it was up until he was aged five. So it could have been like within like a two, two year, year span. One to two years. I mean, that's, I mean, think about the toll it takes when we run one. I just. Yeah, it, but kids are more resilient. Yeah, three year olds? I just want to know what his pace was. That was crazy. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how fast it was, but anyway, on the flip side, what do you think the oldest to complete was? One on one. Ooh, Ryan's closest. You gonna make a guess, Kenny? One ten. Oh, one or two. One or two. One or two. But that guy, another Indian man, didn't start running until he was in his 80s he got very depressed when his his family members were dying and he went to live with his son in london saw the london marathon and just got inspired and started running i think i remember this guy's story from a few years ago actually yeah Yeah. he did a feature i think he did it in 2012 and now he's like 108 he's still alive but he's not running anymore yeah i think runner's world did a feature on him in one of their magazines and i think that's where i caught onto it but wow, yeah. I do remember it. Yeah. Wow. I cannot imagine. I hope I'm still running at 102. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I fun. think I want to be relaxing a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. But if you have the ability to be able to run a marathon at 102, yeah. you're in pretty right. good shape, you know, yeah. and, and life's, life's doing pretty good for you. Could be why you're 102. Maybe. Okay. Did you know that there's a marathon that's run in Wales where they compete man versus horses. Like you have to race the horse in the same distance. That's not even fair. I did not, I did not believe this. At once or one, one by one? <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'd have to look up again. But what was very interesting to me on this was that you guys all know Mike Wardian, right? In yes. 2019, he was actually picked as the contender to beat the horse. Oh my gosh. He did not succeed, but it has been done. There were two, there's been two times where a man has beat a horse. How was that possible? I don't know. These are just kind of mind blowing, stupid running kind of facts that I, it just kind of blew my mind. And I I think it brought a bag of apples to keep throwing the apples at the horses (laughs) and hope they just go and eat instead. A little more digging said it looked like maybe there is a, um, a fifth, there, there's some squabble about a 15 minute time period where the horse is being checked by a vet and maybe held back and the runner is given that 15 minutes to go. But still, I can't imagine. And they also said it's a little bit shorter than a marathon. So it's 22 miles. And but it's so it's a shorter distance, but it's on rougher terrain. Mm-hmm. So I still don't know how that benefits a human. If it's rougher terrain for a horse, it's still going to be rougher terrain for a human. So I don't know. But in 2004, which was the 25th anniversary of the race, the first man beat the horse. And he did it in two hours, five minutes and 19 seconds. 22 wow. miles. Hmm. That's fast. I wonder if Kachogi can beat a horse. I don't know. Oh. That nine-month pregnant woman can beat a horse. Oh, and then going with your—I mean, this was—I don't think this was for any kind of um. Re, well, I, this is what I don't understand. 
somebody ran a marathon backwards, you know, running backwards the whole time. Did it in three hours and 38 minutes and 27 seconds. I'm like, this just makes me feel so slow. (laughs) (laughs) He's running backwards and he beat the pants off of me. Just, I just, you know, I guess we've seen, that made me think about like, what do you see when I've seen when I've run in some marathons, people, you know, there's always somebody juggling something. There's always somebody carrying a flag. This guy's going to be doing a bear crawl. What else have you seen that people have done? That's just kind of like, hmm, wonder what made them think I got to do a marathon. I got to do it this way. Spinning a basketball (laughs) on your finger. Yes. Oh yeah. Seen that. that guy. Uh, I've seen a guy dribbling a basketball like in a mile. Um, juggling. Yeah, yep. the juggling thing. It is bizarre. And you've got you to gotta think that they have to do some sort of training in advance of that to be able to sustain that, right? Yeah. I mean, running backwards, uh, running a marathon backwards. I mean, you got to be doing what? One and two mile repetitions as far as like <laughs> running backwards just to get the the – stamina or the buildup of the muscles to be able to recruit to do that that's just every once in a while i'll walk up a hill backwards or i'll try to run up a hill backwards just because i think it works my glutes and stuff but i i could never do that for 26 miles not to mention like the constant turning of your head to make sure you're not tripping or falling or like a a stick with a mirror like a mirror you could be looking behind you (laughs) right you're right so anyway that was funny and then um you know, we had the fastest who you already touched on, and I'm not going to try and say his name because I could. could, could Elliot Kachogi? Yeah. 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 Him. So he did <laughs> the, he did break the two hour, right? Yeah. And then um, this other thing, this kind of made me laugh. Okay. Two more things. One was that they say researchers found that the majority of runners will straighten up when an attractive runner of the opposite sex is coming towards them. Now, first of all, I kind of want to know, like, where are these researchers? Are they just hiding out on streets somewhere? And they're like, oh, let's check her out. Let's see. Do you guys think that you change your stance when you see someone running towards you? I don't care if they're attractive or not, because I know what my answer is. I'm only going to do it if they have a camera. seen like my girlfriends and there's a camera man they pose and strutted and everything so and i'm not talking about donna donna is just more like pose and it's fun um i i don't know if i change anything because at some point i didn't care about the camera <laughs> yeah i just I, wonder i definitely don't care about the camera aspect but i i think i probably do and some of it is, i think is probably subconsciously doing it but I have noticed, especially like when the young cross country kids from our local high schools are out running and I'm passing mm-hmm. them on the same streets. Maybe I'm going the opposite direction. You're damn right. I'm doing the checks on my heads or my shoulders or my knees. What does my look like? Cause I'm like, Oh man, I don't want them running past me and thinking this old fart doesn't, you know, look at, look at his running form. Look at how goofy he looks. So I don't know if it's necessary, like an attractive thing as more as right. like, you right. know, just anybody. Because yeah. I have thought of that too sometimes when I'll pass people running that I know in my car and I'm like, oh my gosh, do I look like that when I'm running? <laughs> like you oh man, this sucks. So I think when you're out there, maybe it maybe you pay a little more attention to that. I don't know. All right. And then the last thing I have good news for you guys. Apparently, running makes you hot in more ways than one. Um 
Apparently, according to a study by the University of Arkansas, running makes you more desirable. 80% of men and 60% of women actually feel more attractive due to regular running. So keep running, guys. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> that was good. I like the, like the fun facts. Yeah. Hey, we got a listener question. Yeah. Well, they've got nothing else to talk about. So it's time to hear from you, the listener. The Run Ohana Podcast. Listener questions. This question comes in from listener Bo. How do you all deal with pooping yourself while running? I sharted some diarrhea yesterday while doing fartleks and didn't know you guys deal with farts and pooping while training. Thanks in advance for the help. P.S. I love hearing Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, thanks for writing in. Yeah. <laughs> Bo, wink, wink. We thank you for writing in. I have not experienced the poops. I have not experienced the poops while running. Has anybody really? experienced the poops while running? I mean, I, uh, not in my not in my drawers, right? I've I've made a facility. Correct. So knock on wood, I've made a facility. But let me tell you, that turtle head was popping a lot. <laughs> and I mean, there have been moments where I had to walk and and squeeze it all back in and concentrate on getting it back in so that I can make it. So. My whole thing is there is no race that important. I know we've we've seen guys because they're running a race and they're real runners and they go ahead and shat on themselves. But yeah, no, I'm just going to walk. And if I've got to stand there and concentrate so that I can make it, I will. Did you yeah, get goosebumps? I never trust a fart. I have. That's always a good indicator that it's on the horizon. Like it's come. It's coming. Oh, yeah. It's coming quickly. <laughs> when you get the goosebumps yeah. and you're already squeezing it tight yeah it's but but you know sometimes you don't know so you do try to test that fart and just go ahead and carefully let it out and see what happens when you got the goosebumps you don't test anything oh no 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 not when you have the goosebumps no. we have a uh we have a system in our house especially well if i'm just running around here but if i if i text a poop emoji to john he has to come find me quick <laughs> Kenny, have I done that? I feel like I did that once to you. Like, I knew uh, I couldn't make it home. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I've also had to, I've had to resort to just wooded areas. I will, I will say that. I've had one or two moments where it was just, there was not a facility in sight and there was no car coming to get me. So I just Damn. dove into the woods. So with that, with that said, you should probably pack a Ziploc bag full of Probably should. <laughs> Keep it somewhere in a pocket for just that emergency. Yeah. Yeah. But the one time you forget it, that's when you got to go in the woods. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know riding, running back home, I always ran my course, had a couple porta potties because they were still doing construction in those neighborhoods. So it was always convenient. And then there was the new Wawa that gave me another choice mm -hmm. of, of using the restroom. But, you know, here at the parks, they at least do have restrooms every so often. Um, so that helps. Good. You can always look for like the open houses. They're showing the house, just run in and, and <laughs> just say you want to see their bathroom. So much for the pleasant cookie cut, the cookie smell, right? Don't they normally right. like bake cookies right. at open houses? That's you're ruining Grab that. Grab a cookie on your way out. 
<laughs> I have wet myself, but I've always been a, been very very fortunate to use a facility for for the deuce. It's it's scary. It's a scary situation. It is. It, it can is. be. That was your listener questions. Uh, I think that will wrap up this episode unless anybody's got anything else. I got I, I just read I just read something that's kind of cool. I don't know if it's still going on, but uh, on October 27th, which is obviously what, 4 days ago, you can sign uh, the, the the brand Kind that makes snacks. They said you can uh, sign a <clears throat> a Kind snack pledge and that's to eat an energy bar before a run or other workout. And the first thousand people to sign the pledge will receive a hundred dollars from kind towards any fitness related expense through the end of the year. Huh. I'm, I'm, I would oh. probably guess it's four days ago. So I'd imagine that it was probably already maxed out, but I mean, couldn't hurt going to the website and checking it out. I mean, it's a 300 bucks. Yeah. Signing a pledge to get free money towards exercise. Expense. No, all you gotta do is, yeah. All you gotta do is eat their snack before you work out and show, I guess you gotta show it. You, you, consumed it or whatever i don't know but kind of cool yeah that's all that's all i got there's a lot of a lot of ambassador programs that are opening up to or towards the end of the year as everybody gets on for 2021 so as i'm sure there's a handful of them out there as we're nearing the end of the year but cool stuff if you enjoy the brands it's an easy way to uh get a little reimbursement or possibly some discounts on it yep Maybe we should get Charmin as our sponsor in case somebody poops himself. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me, I was listening to Dak Shepard the other day and he gets sponsored by me undies and I, I I want to be sponsored by them. They used to do a lot of (laughs) podcast sponsorship within the last few years. Yeah. undies. (laughs) We'll talk about me undies all day long. We'll do episodes on them. (laughs) Next next time on the Run Ohana podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Any other questions, problems, things you want to talk about? All righty then. I think that will do it for this episode of the Run Ohana podcast. You can find us on Amazon Music, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tap the subscribe button to receive new episodes as they are released. And remember to rate and review the show you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Podcast. And you can send us an email if you have a listener question, if you've messed your pants, if you have <laughs> other things you want us to discuss, you can send us an email at aloha at runohanapodcast.com. And that will do it for Ryan. For Donna. <laughs> Talk much, Ryan? That'll do it for Ryan. (laughs) And that'll do it for Donna, for Brittany, for Kenny. I'm Ryan. Peace. And chicken grease.